It's Eat, Drink, Talk. Yum, yummy. The wine is uncorked, the bourbon neat, the apps are on the table. And here comes the main course. Yummy. Rain, rain, rain. Welcome to Eat, Drink, Talk on this rainy podcast day. But we're going to lighten things up in here, Rick Reddy. It's not a rainy day. It's a rainy period, era. Well, era is, is what it is. I'm just saying, Rick and I have just, you know, dried off from Bourbon and Beyond, which was a rainy, rainy weekend, and now it's Monday and it feels like it's it. It's raining and it's going to rain all week. I hope they get Ladder and Life in this week. Uh, the the other uh, the other big showdown on, at Champions Park. It's it's real challenge. You know, we have so many nice weekends. It looked like a pool outside of the main stage yesterday. I mean, like so many feet of standing water. It was crazy looking like Armageddon. I mean, we left left, uh, right around 5 o'clock on Saturday. And Mm -hmm. that was so much rain has fallen since then. Right. And and then it was very difficult to walk around through the mud. Yeah. So uh, that's the story of the weekend uh, here. You know, we... Got a shout out to our friends at uh, Barstown Bourbon Company. Oh, that was the greatest VIP tent. <laughs> it was. It was covered, and they had fantastic food from Bottle and Bond Restaurant inside uh, Kentucky Bourbon Company in Bardstown. And um, oh my gosh, I, we we left for, with swag. Do you remember that? Yeah, you that got really some, cool hat. Some hats and and uh, it was like a, a who's who. We could name drop a little. We saw some. some yeah, folks everybody in was in there. Were... Tom Clicio was in there. Anthony Lamas was in there. Chef Edward Lee was in there. Yeah. Uh, David Danielson from Churchill Downs was in there. Tim Laird was in there. I mean, we, we our, saw our buddy Fred Menick was uh, Fred Menick hosting was those guys. Yeah. So uh, it was a it was a great spot, and uh, they were they had great food, great drink. They were so, hospitable uh, too. You know, they do it right. By the way, it, it, did you go into the bathroom? Yes. Okay, because I mean that was like pretty classy porta potty. Really nice. <laughs> festival bathroom going on there <laughs> yes we can good make, lighting uh, certainly make a judgment about that good it was i i'm sorry a, a woman is like you're only as good as your bathroom sometimes know, restaurants and women, people in general a lot of women say i've refused to go to a porta potty and you know that, well, what are you gonna do yeah they hold it and, and, and or you know <laughs> <laughs> this show is getting weirder by the second <laughs> Women I've been with can hold it uh, for this a This woman time. can't. Yeah. Well, I, I'm glad. I'm glad they had nice porta potties over there. And But, uh, you know, we were all a mess the time we got out yeah. of there, and we weren't even in the worst of it. So uh, kudos to all the people that stuck it out. It was a. It was still 25,000 people showed up at yeah. Bourbon and Beyond in the rain and pouring down rain. And It uh, was fun, and it was fun, but you, it really what helped was the bourbon. Yeah, to get you through, the you being know, inside the tent, we the, had some advantage over the uh, regular folks out there. And, well, they were drinking the too. <laughs> yeah, they were drinking, but I mean, they were wet. They were wet, and yeah. So Rick and I and my my girlfriend Crystal, we were watching the guy from Stray Cats, uh, the lead Brian singer. Brian Setzer. Thank you, and he was fantastic. But it was at that moment that we were out in yeah. the elements that I became soaked. I was amazed. The sound was still good. Just, you know, the the rain didn't do anything to the sound. You could still hear very clearly. Oh yeah, um, it sounded the, great. The bands and all that. So, um, um, tough just... break. But uh, the the good news is the folks at Bourbon Beyond in their public statements are saying, you know, we understand. Yeah, we're excited to be back. They're getting a lot of encouragement mm-hmm. and just a little bit of 
negative feedback from like the neighbors and people don't want to mess up the park but it's the, you know the, what those people don't realize is that the bourbon beyond organization is putting a lot of money back mm-hmm. into the park right that they don't have to do right and uh, it, it is a moment where you have to spare a thought to all the artists the workers the vendors and the partners you know because it's a heartbreaker yeah yeah there, it's you can't control mother nature but this is like the worst of the, you know what I mean? It's very unfortunate that it occurred. Thankfully, nobody was really hurt or injured, you know what I mean? When there's And the result was a, a, a great boon for a lot of places around town because there were thousands of people in town mm-hmm. with nothing to do. Yes. <laughs> and did you see how the restaurants were capitalizing on that? Thank, oh, yeah. I mean, they were smart. They're like, hey, bring your ticket. And we'll give you 25% off or uh, free dessert or, I mean, like, oh, yeah, it was like wildfire, all the deals that were going on. You had to get on Twitter and look at them. You couldn't get in a bourbon tour in town because they were all solidly booked the whole day. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, these, the the local thing, if they adapted, I'm, I'm proud of them. But, you know, if you're running a business, you should adapt to something like that. You should say, well, we were going to be closed, but this happened. So let's, let's make make hey let's, well, yeah. let's, let's well, take advantage a lot of restaurants that usually shut down at three and get ready for din- dinner service they just they kept they kept kept going oh yeah they didn't close they yeah. were like man there are people that want to eat we'll feed you it's uh yeah it was quite a day in louisville uh a rainy sunday uh when the big show didn't happen yeah but the, there was so much going on in town <laughs> what, what about our boys at uh four street lab what's going on down there oh well they're getting ready for strauss and fest so October oh, yeah. 5th and 6th, uh, 4th Street Live kicks off the big German festival, which is free and family-friendly. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Competing and I hope they the, have good uh, weather. St. James Court Art Show. Yeah. A few blocks down the street. You, you can could do, do both of those. Uh, that's what I was going to say. You can, yeah. you can do both. Make a, a day of it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That, that would be a ball. Well, uh, we have a, a, a wonderful guest today, don't we? I'm excited. <laughs> um, I call her Nick Nick. She's Nick N-I-C. <laughs> And she's the the new, well, is her title beverage she's, director? I think she's beverage director at uh, Butchertown Grocery. She's got a bunch of great stories. Uh, I have sampled, um, I know you sampled some. I, I, I ordered a, uh, like the, the most popular drink there, she told me, is Lady Midnight. And, and that's what uh, you had. And I had one of those. Mm-hmm. What was in that? Do you remember? It was bourbon, but uh, infused with, uh, like she is has some real expertise on liqueurs. Mm. And she... Um, she had this liqueur that goes with it that's like tastes like cinnamon and nutmeg. You mm, know, that sounds sort of. warm on a rainy day. Yeah, it was it was really cool. And uh, I talked to the bartender Josh there, and he told me a lot of the background about uh, uh, what goes on there. But Nick, uh, you know, when you hear the interview, you'll you'll find out that uh, you know she knows her stuff. Yeah, she's a legit mixologist. Yeah. Yeah, and that's she's, what we should have called her. And, mixologist. She, and she's doing a fantastic job running Lola's upstairs. Lola's is cool. Lola's it's, is uh, cool. It's, it's it's about the coolest place around, um, and uh, you know, and Nick, it, it's interesting to me that her background comes from the food side, and that, that she's sort of adapted and become this expert in uh, mixology. Mm-hmm. She, well, she's she, really good. She's going on, and we'll we'll get to her interview and in just a sec. But she's going on all of these, uh, you know, tastings with the owner of Butchertown Grocery, Bobby Benjamin. So. She, She's picking barrels. I mean, he's putting a lot of uh, a lot of trust in, in her decision making with taking Butchertown Grocery to the next level. So uh, I, let's let's listen to Nick's interview. 
If you're looking for quality food, fun bars, and several nightlife hotspots, 4th Street Live is the place for you. Not only is it located in the heart of downtown Louisville, but each of these venues are just a few steps apart. Come enjoy an afternoon meal with your family, watch the next big game, or bring your friends for a fun night out. Head over to 4th Street Live and see for yourself. And here we are at Eat Drink Talk. We're in one of my, <clears throat> the coolest rooms in town with Nick Christensen. And uh, Nick, you, I, I know you're in charge of drinks here, but what's your title? I'm the beverage director. Okay, beverage director. Cool title, cool place, because I've sampled uh, several of the cocktails, including two in the last few moments that you uh, had created. <laughs> I was just going to say, are you going to get through the interview? <laughs> we did Bourbon and Beyond last night, and now we're sampling bourbon today. Yeah, so, so, so I, I was really interested. I tried uh, one of the signature cocktails here, Lady Midnight, and, and – that's a creation of yours, and it includes some uh, unique ingredients. Uh, I'm interested in the process of how you create those. So Lady Midnight, uh, that was a cocktail that I created when we had a bone marrow dish on the menu. And uh, Chef and I, we work a lot. Uh, we eat and drink together a lot. We talk about food and drink a lot. And uh, this bone marrow dish, I was like... I really want to do a cocktail with this. Okay. Uh, so now I'm I'm going to take a time out because I think some people out there listening may not know what a bone marrow dish is. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's not on the menu any longer. It's not currently no. Uh, but um, yeah, so it was an appetizer dish, uh, bone marrow. They uh, used um, bourbon sugar, caramelized it, so it has like this like very savory, smoky, uh, little bit sweet. Uh, texture to it okay. and it served in the bone okay. um, with some there was some greens and radishes and mm -hmm. things on there okay um, so what i wanted to do was do a fat wash with the bone marrow so you see bacon fat washes a lot um, i wanted to do bone marrow fat wash um, i definitely was gonna do a bourbon cocktail um, mm -hmm. i like uh, a good 100 proof bourbon for for most of my cocktails Woo! And, uh, <laughs> So, so it stands out. Um, so I knew I wanted to do bourbon. I knew I wanted to do bone marrow. Uh, and then I had to figure out the rest. So um, I love sherry. Mm. And uh, Pedro Jimenez sherry specifically is very sweet. Uh, it's very rich. It has like a lot of raisin notes to it. And I just was thinking that it would work really well with mm. the bone marrow. So I, I Why'd you take it off? Now it sounds good. <laughs> now that I'm hearing about it. Well, you can well, the still get the drink. Still, the still on. Yeah. 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 So... Um, so I tried it and it worked out really well. Uh, the flavors like really complemented each other, and it uh, it gave like another element to the sherry and kind of took the sweetness down a little bit. Uh, so I was like, okay, this is this is what we're doing. It's, mm -hmm. And um, then I uh, there's a the herbal liqueur called Bekarovka. It's uh, from the Czech Republic, mm. and uh, I was actually in the Czech Republic earlier that year and you go every restaurant you're, you're in uh, they serve it just by the shot and wow. it's like everywhere is it smooth um, it's pretty smooth yeah i and mean carolina correct me if i'm wrong i had a little bit of this one. it's <laughs> like you know i have a good? terrible palate but it, it, i could taste the like cinnamon nutmeg mm. in it and mm. uh so it's it, warm it's warming yeah mm. it's cold yeah. in the czech republic so just like yeah. i was there in february you have a shot of that you feel great <laughs> i love it it, it, uh, it was really good i always say a good shot of bourbon is like a kentucky hug oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah so so and but you create all these uh, these cocktails and I was talking to Josh the bartender downstairs and and uh, he says that you, you you know he compliments you uh, 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 the things you come up with but I guess I'm curious as to you, you throw all these out here it's like throwing them against the wall you, you, how do you figure out what's going to be popular 
what's going to be popular kind of depends. Sometimes you think something is going to be really popular, you put it on a menu, and it doesn't sell that much. Mm. Um, and then other times you're surprised by something. Mm. Um, Either way, uh, I definitely I try to use uh, cocktail formulas. There's a, you know, if you look at classic cocktails, and um, they all have formulas and ratios. Uh, so if you stick within those ratios to make a balanced cocktail, uh, you can kind of add variation to them okay. uh, with, and still make like a really unique balanced cocktail. So how often you you go go through and, and change, you know, the 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 basic list because I I, I know I know you're. I saw the drink list. There's a lot of pages of wine. There's a lot mm -hmm. of pages of bourbon. But the 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 main, you know, dozen signature. or so signature cocktails. Right. Uh, how you how you go about figuring out what goes on there, and how often you change it? I never really do a full menu change. Um, I like to change things, you know, seasonally. Um, take two cocktails off, put two new cocktails on, mm -hmm. and um, that way. You know, the staff always is really comfortable with them. The guests, you know, I want people to come in here and know that the drink that they came in and had last time will still be there. And if it's not, then, you know, there's other things that they're still used to. Do you uh, still make drinks that aren't on the menu anymore and people are like, they request them? Will you still yeah. mix them up? Okay. As long as as long as long we still have the ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, sometimes if it's like a special syrup, we might not. But mm. That's uh, the thing. Yeah. I, I was downstairs watching Josh work and it seems like, a lot of the cocktails here, multiple ingredients, mm -hmm. uh, very complex uh, tastes, I guess, because yeah. you've, you're melting not two ingredients, but four or five, six. Yeah. Um, and again, the, it's still, I try to keep a simple uh, mindset with the cocktails, though. So you're not trying to do too much. You want all mm -hmm. the flavors to be there. You don't want anything yeah. to overpower something else. Uh, so that's, uh, that's important to me. Okay. I'll tell you what's important to me. <laughs> Knowing that you were hanging out with actor Matthew McConaughey as he flung turkeys around the, the state of Kentucky for wild turkey. You were, yeah. you were hanging out? Yeah, I was. Uh, so last uh, November, uh, I got invited to wild turkey, and uh, we were going to pass out turkeys to the entire city of Lawrenceburg. And that's, okay. where, that's where the distillery is. So... Um, you guys have a relationship, Butchertown Grocery and Wild Turkey. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely, uh, I like Wild Turkey a lot. Uh, I like the Russell family. They're like, they're mm -hmm. really, really good people. And um, we did a barrel pick with them and the barrel just like, we flew through it. It was, mm -hmm. it was amazing. Wow. Uh, but we just did another barrel pick with them uh, last week. So, um, so, so what's the crazy thing about Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> what was he like? Is he the, the accent's fake, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is he just as charming uh, he, off camera as he is on is so camera? Charming. Yeah. He is so charming. And uh, the cool thing is, it doesn't matter. Men, women, mm -hmm. everybody is charmed by him. And everybody, you know, is like... He so fits yeah. that brand. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. He just fits the brand. Yeah. He well, was a perfect It's, it's, it's my favorite, you know. Uh, I, I think we want to get, uh, before we close here, uh, I found it really interesting. I asked you briefly about your background, mm -hmm. how you got here. And, and you... You really came into the bar scene from the food side. Yes. And tell me about that. Yeah. Uh, so I was working in kitchens, and I was trying to find uh, a really good chef to work under and uh, work my way up. Um, I lived in Cincinnati previously, moved to Louisville, mm -hmm. and uh, started working in a bourbon bar in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't really big on bourbon. I was more of a beer drinker. And... Um, 
all of a sudden I was drinking bourbon oh. and I was getting super geeked out about it. Uh, I started going to bartenders and just learning. She was telling me late night at when the, when the bar closed down, they all at at, at this place, right? They, yeah. They, they all get around and take shots of bourbon, and, and 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 I think it's a real talent to be able to distinguish one from any other, and, and you develop your palate that way, I guess. Yeah, it just um, it fascinated me, and um, so I just learned about, you know, the families, the different brands, the different flavor profiles, and then I, I just asked if I could bartend, and so I made the switch, and once I did, I was game over. Game <laughs> over. And then Butchertown Grocery started up the, about three years ago, and, and you, 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 you go back with Bobby to then, or... or? Yeah, I um, I started working with uh, Chef Bobby when we opened the restaurant. Um, I was just bartending at the time. We had a different beverage director, um, and uh, I I didn't know I was going to take this job because I actually had a few other bartending jobs that uh, were around. And mm. I uh, had an interview with Chef Bobby, and he's walking me out around the space and just talking about his food and like mm -hmm. the passion he has when he speaks. Mm. I was just like, well guess I'm working here like I <laughs> oh he I sold you I can't say no to this job um and little did I know how like closely we'd be working together well how much of your time is spent at Lola's above Butchertown Grocery versus downstairs in the restaurant uh I I split it between both mm -hmm. so um you like one more than the other or <laughs> I mean really yeah uh I love how sexy Lola is yeah it's Lola's dark sexy. yeah it's um not too dark though how many, how many bartenders do you have here I mean I, I'm at Josh right. he's great downstairs but we have about eight bartenders okay yeah mm -hmm. between and that's for upstairs and downstairs uh, have you been here like so the host actually seats you yeah. And yeah. which is nice, though, because then you're not, like, clamoring for a drink. The bartender knows that, you know, here's a person that walked in that wants to be served. So it's a little bit of a different um, than what the rest of Louisville is used to. Yeah. You get yeah. some you get some crazy events here, though. I, I know there was one last night <laughs> you, you talk about. But yeah. a lot of rich and famous, too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, last night we had uh, 99 master psalms from all over that's the not, country. That's not here. pressure. <laughs> Yeah, but they are really, really cool people and uh, really la laid back, and they just love wine. So wow. uh, it was cool. I got to talk to some of them, and I did like a sherry flight with one of them, and uh, nice. was, I was definitely learning while working, which is always awesome. Wow, good yeah. contacts. Yeah, that's very cool. Well, uh, what, what about? And we just got time for like one more thing, but like some of the people that come in and out of here that you, that you served, uh, you know. You got any good stories on it? On, you mean like people she liked or didn't like? <laughs> exactly. Um, a character. He's looking for a good character. Yeah. There are always good characters. Mm -hmm. Like McConaughey's not been here. He has not been here. But yet. I've heard that there's a lot of, like, when actors or people come mm -hmm. into town, that this yeah. is the place they come, right? Yeah, they do, they do like to come here. Uh, we try not to, you know, give anybody, you know, extra attention yeah uh so um i did get to open a bottle of wine for um the quarterback for the packers Ooh. So. <laughs> what wine his name's aaron rogers i'll, I'll oh, fill yeah. that in for you because bobby cooks for them right <laughs> yeah. during the derby yeah so uh, a group of them so mm -hmm. last derby uh opened a bottle of wine for him nice. that was pretty cool do they tip you well <laughs> i i don't get tipped <laughs> what <laughs> And she wouldn't tell you <laughs> anyway, so right? Yeah. Did, they, did they tip well? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> good. good. Right answer. We don't want to good because you hear some Bay stories. You can hear some stories. Yeah, all right. Well, Nick, that's awesome. Uh, and you're you said you were or you were not from Louisville. I'm not. So I was uh, born in San Diego. Okay, you're I, West Coast. I grew up mostly Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky. All right, here, welcome so. to the hood. We're glad we have you. <laughs> Yeah, it's all great. Uh, thanks for being on the show, and uh, we look forward to more trips to Butcher Down Grocery. Thank you. Rick Redding has his ear to the ground on Louisville news, issues, and media. Get a new episode every Thursday at louisville.am. And we're back on Eat, Drink, Talk. Nick was so nice to host us over there, wasn't she? I do. I like her. I think she's a great addition over there. Yeah, she is. She's very cool. So let's move on. We got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about in the a lot of stuff going on around town. Yeah, there are okay. there are uh, moving and shaking. I was among, just going to uh, say restaurants. Yeah, and just and the, have you have you been following too the latest John Schnatter drama? Oh man, have yeah. you seen the new possible? All, all this over an apostrophe. All this over an apostrophe. <laughs> if if you haven't seen it, folks, Google it. But they removed the apostrophe out of Papa John's and um, the new so, logo just yeah, to piss him off. Uh, because they, you know, uh, they're still repairing the image, and they wanted the brand not to look like it was owned by John Schnatter, even though yeah. he still owns thirty yeah. percent of the company. You know, so they they I dropped saw, the possessive in that. I saw some guy commenting on it. He said most most consumers won't notice, but. John will. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Those guys with big, giant, huge egos, they're fun to make fun of, aren't they? Uh, Every once in a while. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The power of a podcast. Yeah, the power of a podcast. So uh, I did watch the new uh, Papa John's commercial, the first uh, series of commercials they produced without the big guy in them. Yeah. What did you think? I don't know. They're they're, they're pretty well produced. Um, Whether they'll be effective or not, I I don't know. Um, You know, nobody's going to be talking about them like they were when he's throwing footballs with Peyton Manning and and doing all that. But they got, you know, regular folks, regular franchisees, very diverse group. They Mm -hmm. make sure there's... There's there's African Americans and there's women and there's all every yes group is D and I baby diversity and inclusion every every DNI. every one is represented and 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 I'm sure that their actual uh, group of uh, franchisees are diverse and and I'm sure they're not like making that up but they did handpick um, representatives of each hey, each spot hey yo were you bummed about a uh after 28 years, Clifton's Pizza on Frankfurt closing. I was. I bet you. Know, you I thought you might be when when I, I heard out. about that. I tell you my my greatest memory over there. Uh, Danny Flanagan, uh, the musician, used to do a, uh, a songwriters' night there, and I went to a couple of them. Oh, cool! And it was great. And of course, they I, I could never eat that stuff. Now they, they have the thickest, cheesiest, you know, calorie bombs in their food that you yeah. can imagine but mm-hmm. boy did it taste good well, and uh, so they just announced they're, they're, they're going to close all yeah and I don't I mean I don't know the backstory, but he you know he's been quoted saying he needed to turn his attention to his personal life yeah uh, and you hear that that's a often a, heard in the industry right there's a rest of the story there and, and you know some of these businesses don't have somebody to pass on to you mm-hmm. know and, and that's why they end up going away i think yeah. that I, I don't remember that, that maybe what happened down at down the street at barbara lee's my favorite place right across the street not my favorite place but it's located <laughs> Hashtag not my favorite place i want my favorite place to move in there i, I noticed what the you, other day yeah i was walking by and there is a intent to demolish sign on barbara lee's kitchen on on brownsboro Road. so it's it's getting something's happening down 
Yeah, so what you think they're going to keep the building and someone is moving in? Or? You know, I went up and I walked and I peeked in the windows. Mm-hmm. It looks like it could open tomorrow. Oh. It, they still have the chairs. They still have the kitchen. They still have all that stuff. So I assume they're going to somebody's going to come in and take and, the equipment out right. before they put the bulldozer to the place. But um, uh huh. Then I have another. Then I have a big fear about the place too. What 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 they're going to put there? Yeah, that it's going to be like a Taco Bell. Oh, or something. like fast food. <laughs> Some shit like that. Oh well, well, <laughs> don't get be. all up on your haunches yet. Okay, I, w- I won't get I won't get upset yet. But because you know it'll be a vagrant situation again. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke. <laughs> Whoever uh, does open up that, uh, please uh, check with me and make sure I approve. <laughs> Can you please call you Dream Talk and get. Uh, the sign off from Rick if you're going to move to the hood that he lives in. <laughs> and don't uh, don't bring your dang Taco Bell in oh there, Lord. please. Whatever you, need to you, li- you need to live in Berkeley. My in-laws are not my in-laws, my, my brother-in-law and his wife and family. They live in Berkeley and they're not allowed to have any any like mcdonald's no franchise yeah. did you know that it's all well, local owned yeah there's there are all places original. in the country like that yeah and, and it's cool but it's not cool there there are some you know there are redeeming qualities of some of these places uh you know you got to pick and choose which ones you do yeah which ones you like you know where i'm at there's there's a there's a papa john's right across the street there's a pizza hut right there there okay. i mean we Options, got enough baby we got enough yeah the only cool thing is chicken and me right down the street uh, which is fab by the way it's fabulous so you don't watch all the cooking shows like i watch i mean I i'm not. i'm a junkie about that stuff on my dvr on a like especially like a day like today where it's rainy and you're like oh let's put that on um but, but Ger- it, do you know the even Louisville somebody like won. me knows that jerron okay Hurt. Yes. Jerron right? Hurt, one Western master Kentucky chef. University graduate. Yes. He went to Fern Creek High School. He grew up in Newburgh and he just took home $250,000 in season nine. Now, he That's doesn't live in Louisville deal. anymore. I know. I he, wish he did. He lives down in Nashville. He did. He moved to Nashville. He's an English teacher in Nashville, but he won on a hot chicken dish. He, like, you know, that he fine tuned in Nashville. I bet he could get a pretty good restaurant job here in Louisville. Yeah, well, let's bring him home. Let's, let's recruit. Let's get the uh, Louisville tourism folks on him. All right. Well, I'm <laughs> get just him saying, in a restaurant around hat, here. Hats off to Jerron. I love that. I, I thought I watched an episode maybe one or two ago where, where they made it look like he was he was the one that was getting kicked off. Oh, yeah. And like tears just welled up in his eyes. And I was like, oh, oh the clip no, I saw. not yeah. Jerron, no. It's very important but to him. But it was a joke. Uh, you know how they do. They were trying to build suspense and drama. So anyway. Yeah, that's con- what they do congrats, in TV. Congrats to him. Very and good then, for him. I, were you paying attention to the um, all the drama at Huber's? I know that uh, the originally, the announcement came out and everybody said, oh, Huber's is closing. Let's, uh, you know, cross that off our list. Uh, but there's I mean, more to the story. Well, right? I mean, that's like fa- family drama. They don't, the sisters and brothers don't get along. The yeah. four of them, they couldn't come to an agreement on anything. So they're putting the farm up for auction. Now, it doesn't affect the winery. I, I thought I would mention that. Yeah, it, they the, have the, this, it's a different, that's that a different, all, that yeah. all goes on. But, uh, you know, a lot of people I know, you don't do the pumpkin patch thing. They do the strawberry the Christmas tree thing, you know. It's like a fall tradition. It's, it is for a lot of people. So it could continue depending on who buys it. Yeah, if they want to so operate it the same. It's I don't possible. know. Yeah. So I mean, it's probably a, a good business. That's, I, I that's, a wait, that's a wait and see. I, I just know two years ago, uh, I was working for a different company, and they were talking to this company about building a hotel on property. Mm. So I'm sure That'd that's something. I'm sure that's not happening. Now, well, I I think things probably got pretty bad because when something comes out like we're going to put it up on auction, that means they've tried to sell it 
to everybody they could think of, and nobody would buy it. Mm. So now they say, well, let's give up on that. Let's put it up to the whole public yeah. and see if some buyer comes along and saves us. Um, do you know, I've seen a lot of you lately. <laughs> I know I'm you just have. looking at you like, <laughs> like, I feel like we're, you know, we're, we're legit friends, but... I mean, we we even had lunch together at uh, Cunningham's Creekside the other day. We did, and we had in a couple of fish sandwiches. For, uh, Bourbon and Beyond, we went down there, and uh, man, uh, what? you don't. It, there's not many places in town you can get a nice blackened piece of fish that's mm-hmm. not fried. Yeah, and uh, have it taste great and perfectly prepared. And that's how I would describe my experience with a sandwich at. Um, at Cunningham's the it, other day. It was good, and I wish that I would have gotten mine grilled like you did. Because yeah. remember, I ended up getting mine fried. Which you got is, the fried. And then I got onion rings. And my, I'm not used to fried food. Yeah. My belly just couldn't oh. handle it out. I was like, what What did you do to me? Well, I can't. I've got to learn not to go out to eat with people who order fried onion rings because I end up well, eating your share. I, I gave you a couple, <laughs> but I wanted you to try that yummy sauce they gave you on the side. They had really, uh, really good sauce. That, that would be my eat of the week if I hadn't gone down to Butchertown Grocery yesterday and oh. gotten those two things that I, I would never eat. Yeah, I sent them over to you. Did yes, you know that? I knew. I knew that okay. somebody was responsible. Uh, chicken and waffles, which the, ta- the 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 thing about Butchertown Grocery, the the flavors are all outstanding. But the beignet that you sent over mm-hmm. with the powdered sugar mm-hmm. would not be remarkable if not for this sauce they make with wild turkey, honey bourbon, mm-hmm. and it tastes like smoke. Yeah, they they somehow that. get that flavor in do, there. Do you know why they um, they marinate that in a a, bur- a can't talk today a barrel a bourbon barrel did ah. you know that well it's pretty good yeah it's 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 effective well everything at butchertown grocery is made from scratch yeah so ev- every single thing that hits your lips yeah so we saw the whole thing up uh, there with nick and and that was uh that was a blast so um uh, i got a couple other things uh a couple of new things that you may not know about i was Go I, ahead. I, I was uh downtown and um I'm really excited about the development of Washington Street down there on the the bottom side. You know, they're building the the Marriott hotels there yep. on the corner, mm-hmm. and uh, in the bottom of O'Shea's, which was kind of like wasted space, they put in a, a place called the Whiskey Cellar, mm. and it is a pretty cool spot. They've got, they've got you know, not a it's not a restaurant, but but the food from O'Shea's, O'Shea's owns it, and it's called the Whiskey Cellar, and a, a, a guy I met runs it, and it's um, I can't wait to go in there. Um, is that the one that's going to have like place. really late hours? No. Oh, okay. That was. We'll get to one. that one next. Okay. Sorry. Um, th- they they have limited time, but but Heller High Water, which mm-hmm. is the speakeasy down there on Washington Street, it's like our next door. They're kind of two similar places, I think. But uh, uh, it's a very it's become a very popular spot uh, down there, and soon there's going to be a German restaurant down there. I, it, it seems like it should already be open, so there must be some sort of delay. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, we we got this peeve about pe- finding a place to go at late at night, right? Well, yes. Well, I do. You, you don't. definitely do. <laughs> I'm usually in my bed when you're trying to look for those places. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not really a night owl or anything, but I did notice in Business First there was a story about a place coming this fall, like very soon, to, uh, called Robin's Nest Bourbon Bistro. Ooh. Six hundred block of Main Street. Ooh. Which is, uh, you know, it's 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 close to 21C mm-hmm. and Jimmy Can't Dance, but there's not really, after 10 o'clock, there's not really a place. So they're promising to uh, be open with 
with food and, and some great music. They announced their music lineup. They got a blues night. They got a Latin night. They got several different Themed, themes yeah. for uh, for the music. So that's a nice addition to to, to the downtown scene. Mm-hmm. Get a late late night drink cocktail. We, well, we're trying something new to uh, this week. We're we're going to Barvetti. Oh yes, we're going Barvetti. to lunch we're at a place where you're it. not allowed to tip. I've got to uh, I got to I got to get that down. We want to get. Uh, if you're listening, Ryan Rogers, we want to get you on the show and to talk about that and some other things. He, he's the guy behind Feast and uh, Royals in mm-hmm. Nulu and uh, just opened a new Feast out in J-Town. And so um, nom, that, nom, should nom, <laughs> that should be fun. That should be fun. That should be fun. But uh, and, the, and, and the other thing we want to talk about, uh, we, we ran into David Danielson, one of, <gasps> our first guest over the, over yes, the weekend. Yes, and so he, and he just uh, purchased the old Stone Inn in Simpsonville, and that is getting ready to open. And yeah. you know I'll be hitting that, because that is on the way back from the stables to my house. There you go. That's like, yeah. m- yes, for well, sure. Well, I've been in the building before. It, 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 you know, it, it's got a lot of potential. Uh, I think David announced the purchase of it uh, uh a month or two ago but now he's ready to open he's hiring people right front of the house and back of the house if if you're listening and you need a job a job out in shelbyville simpsonville but simpsonville yeah out there it, it might be shelbyville i don't know it's like right in that little area that old stone Inn. Uh-huh. yeah old stone Inn. i know how to get there i just don't know where it is Maybe. so that's uh that, that that's an exciting an exciting announcement for people out there you know uh, a few weeks ago from my other show i went out to jeff the creed uh, which is you know People that live, you know, out there, mm-hmm. um, there's some more options for them. Jeff the Creed has a has a, a Friday night like hoedown thing, you know, live music and, really? and food and all that. Uh, it's the one you see right off the interstate. Okay. Um, I'll go there. On 64. I'll go there if you drive me. <laughs> Unlikely. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shush it up. That's uh, that might not happen. All right. But you never know. So uh, anyway. I think we've been uh, entertaining enough here, uh, Carolyn. We've gotten a lot of uh, news out there. If you're if you're uh, braving the elements again this week, bring your your bag and go to Fourth Street Live for Farmers Market on Wednesday. Yeah, because they they do that every. That's Wednesday. winding up. I think it only goes through like October. Right? Mm-hmm. So there's that, and then Strassen Fest is October fifth and sixth. German food. You can be selected. a lot of good stuff down there, you, but you, the music Prost Prost is the live entertainment, and they're really they're fabulous. The German music. Mm-hmm. You, you, you do the uh, duck thing. You, you uh, know the duck dance. you should be down there do. doing that. Who doesn't? The duck dance. I'll do that okay. duck dance. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for Eat Drink Talk this week. Uh, reminders that you can catch our. Uh, past shows at eatdrinktalk.net. We're part of the Louisville.am network. You can find us on iTunes and other podcast outlets. And we have a great Facebook page, too, where yes. you have the city concierge gives tips of the day. That's right. And so what's coming uh, up, what's happening. So it's, 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 it, we're trying to keep up with everything that's going on in this busy restaurant scene in our great city. And uh, there's a lot to talk about. It's a lot of fun. I know. All right. So I guess uh, my stalking sting, by the way, was fruitless. You heard I was trying to find him at 21 C. Oh, yeah. I was like, well, if he's not playing, maybe he's waking up in his hotel bed. I wonder what he was doing Sunday night. <laughs> maybe he'll stumble down to Brufon, Maine for breakfast. You think he maybe found out and didn't even come to Louisville? I don't know. When, when it got canceled Sunday morning? I don't morning? know. I think he probably would have 
maybe because he didn't play until that night i don't know i'm not really sure what they ended up doing usually there are sightings and people catch those photos and put them on social but i did not see anybody out and about famous like photo wise well there were a lot of people out and about that's for sure it was a good great weekend despite the weather and uh as will the upcoming one with uh I don't get into the music at Louder Than Life. I won't be going for that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they Gosh. get. It's amazing how many people do like it. Yeah, I just hope the weather holds for them. You know. I do too. So it's got to stop raining eventually. You start calling me Noah. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go get my galoshes on since we're wrapping up the the show. All right. Thanks uh, for tuning in to Eat, Drink, Talk. We really appreciate it. Love to hear from you. If you want to get in touch with us through our Facebook page or or, uh, some other way, Carolyn McClain, Rick Redding, uh, your host for Eat, Drink, Talk. Peace out, Louisville. Catch up on the city's restaurant scene every day by visiting eatdrinktalk.net.